When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right. Welcome to the Sooner Sports Podcast. My name is Chris Plank. Got a lot to get to. We've taken a little bit of time away, but uh, now we're back at it. And in a lot of ways, we are on the downhill roll towards the start of the college football season. We have tons of tidbits to catch you up on. We've got Jessica Cootie coming up here in a mere moments. We have preseason polls that are out, so let's get after it. Hey, as, as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for being patient with us. Uh, we encourage those of you who aren't subscribed to go ahead and do so at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. Every platform where you could possibly consume podcast is available there. And the uh, just on the player, if you click over a couple of the different icons, you'll have an opportunity to subscribe in any way you want. Also, if you do subscribe through Apple Podcasts, through iTunes, please leave a five-star review. I love it. Just, just love it. Helps us grow the podcast. And obviously, you spreading the word on social media means quite a bit. Oh, I should mention as well, too, we've got Joe Castiglione, a couple of great cuts from the SiriusXM Big 12 channel from Joe C. that's coming up later on. In the show as well. Well, let's uh, let's first and foremost lay out the latest latest breaking news, which is this: the Oklahoma Sooner football team. They've won four straight Big Twelve championships. They're looking to make it five. And if the preseason media poll plays out, it will indeed happen for the seventh time in nine years since the Big Twelve moved to ten teams. 
OU is the choice to win the league's championship in the preseason poll that was released on Wednesday. Uh, I love this note from Mike Houck and the media relations staff. If the Sooners were to win the 2019 title, it would mark the Sooners' 13th such championship in the conference's 24 years. No other school has more than three total, and since OU's first Big 12 title in 2000, no other program has won more than two. And since it's kind of award season and list season in the, in the preseason, six Sooners were named to the All-Big 12 preseason team, including Kenneth Murray, who was named the Defensive Preseason Player of the Year, and Jalen Hurts, who was named the Newcomer of the Year. On the offensive team, Creed Humphrey anchored the offensive line. Grant Calcaterra and CeeDee Lamb were at the receiver and tight end position. And Kennedy Brooks at running back. Meanwhile, Murray was the only Sooner taken on the All-Big 12 defensive team. Kenneth Murray is headed to Big 12 Media Days in Dallas on Monday. He'll be joined by Neville Gallimore on the defensive side of the football. And then CeeDee Lamb. Creed Humphrey and Nick Basquin will all be meeting with the media along with Coach Lincoln Riley on Monday. Uh, we're going to have a complete recap show coming up on the podcast on Monday evening, so make sure you're subscribed. As soon as we can get all the, the press conferences and interviews loaded in, we're going to put that baby live as soon as possible. But uh, anchoring our coverage, not just Sooner Sports TV, but for the Sooner Sports Podcast, will be Jessica Cootie. And as you now know, the Five Sooners who will be headed to Big 12 Media Day. We thought we'd bring on Jessica to kind of dive a little bit deeper into what Media Day means. And, you know, there's one thing that, that's for certain, Jess. The start of Media Day means a downhill roll towards college football, doesn't it? Yeah, um, I'm actually taking off next week after Media Days. But, yeah, once I get back, I mean, it is here. It's time to roll. All right, so we know those who are going to media days, and every year there's always kind of a little bit of a, of a surprise. But uh, Nick Basquin, that really wasn't too much of a surprise to you, was it? Because this is a guy who has paid his dues. He has scratched and clawed, and he's been the, uh, he's I guess for the coaches, he's been the ultimate joy to coach, hasn't he? Yeah, it really has. And, you know, I know that for the still Coach Riley, it's really like, and, and for that matter, Coach Stoops has too, you know, they like picking the upperclassmen, seniors if they can, um, you know, some of those guys have been around and been in the system and, and really know how to represent the University of Oklahoma at one of these deals. And, man, Nick Basquin has done everything that they've asked him to do, and he just has battled through injuries, and he's been around, and, and I know they really trust him and, and um, think that he will do a, a great job. So, um I was not surprised at all to see Nick Basco, and I know some people were, but I was not, and I was not surprised to not see a quarterback on that list either. I don't know why people were shocked that a quarterback was not going to be on that list. It wasn't on the list last year, so just kind of, you know, until a starter is named, they're not going to uh, make them available, you know, to the media in that in that kind of way. Yeah, and the I think the only time that I can remember, Jess, whenever a quarterback who really wasn't either. A named the starter or B didn't end up being the starter was what when Trevor Knight went about four or five years ago. Yeah, but Tre so, Trevor was a captain though. You know, he was coming yeah. off a year where he was the captain, and then even the next year, even when he didn't win the starter shop, he still won a captain role. So, you know, again and again, another guy that has you know did everything right, represented the University of Oklahoma the right way. Um, you know, so there was no doubt in in their minds that he was probably once again going to be a captain. 
And so, of course, you know, of course, you that, you remember that year. Baker Mayfield was not a captain, and Trevor Knight was, despite Baker mm-hmm. being the, the starting quarterback. So, you know, a lot of it, too, is just, again, it's not so much of who's the superstars. It's who's going to represent your program. And, and that's really across the board on all these schools. A lot of times is, is who's going to represent your, your program the way you want it represented on uh, – you know, you've got media from all over the country. I mean, across the country. This is one of the few weeks that, no doubt about it, you know that every single outlet is going to be represented from across the country. Unlike maybe certain times of the year, you don't always get that, you know. And so maybe if you have Meet the Sooners Day here in Norman, you know, maybe not every everywhere across the country is coming down here for that, but everybody in the nation will be at Big 12 Media Day. So, you, of course, you want to make sure you're represented the right way. You know, Jess, uh, I, I want to get your take on the all Big 12 teams that were just released, but I'm, I'm, I'm curious in putting a little bow on the attendees for Oklahoma at Big 12 Media Days. You've talked to all of them, but is, is there a storyline or a question that you're kind of intrigued in diving into a little bit? I mean, obviously, everyone's going to ask the defensive guys about Alex Grinch and the speed D, and I'm pretty sure from the offensive side, the, the matriculation of Alex, or, or pardon me, Jay, Jalen Hurts into this offense. But for you, well, is there a storyline that you're interested in kind of diving into a little bit deeper? I mean, definitely talking to Creed a little bit more. Um, we didn't get a chance to talk to him a, a whole lot last year. I got a chance to chat with him um, going into the bowl game um, and one other time. Um, but... I, you know, I think he's going to be a superstar. Obviously, he lost four guys starting alongside him. He didn't get to go through much spring workout. So kind of, you know, how the transition's been for him. He's going to have to be a leader despite just being a sophomore. Um, and, you know, how he's going to help bring the guys along beside him. But, you know, I, I think that's one thing that Coach Beanbo talked a lot about in the spring is that, you know, we've got some really serious talent. They're young. They haven't played a lot of ball. And so, yeah, you got to bring them along. But, you know, it's going to be hard to replace playing together those those four guys playing together that much ball. You know, that's that's not easy to replace. And so, um, you know, just kind of maybe chatting with Creed a little bit more. I always enjoy talking to CD. You know, he's a guy that you really have to get to know before he'll really open up to you. Um, and so I always like talking to him. Um, Nick Vasquez obviously has a great story. And then, you know, Kenneth Murray – Always, always a good interview as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, and then Neville, I mean, you couldn't ask for, I mean, you couldn't ask for a better interview than Neville Gallimore. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think really just all of them just kind of getting the, the feel for a new team. That's that's kind of, despite them playing a lot of football, it, it always is kind of a turning of a chapter, uh, despite what's going on with a new defensive coordinator or not. It's always kind of a new year, a new team. And they have different roles, no matter how much they've played. You know, this is going to be Neville's final year, you know. And and you're looking at Kenneth Murray now. He's a junior. You know, there's a big difference between being a freshman and a sophomore and a sophomore and a junior. So there's always new storylines to dive into and, um, you know, always different and interesting kind of angles that you can dive into with each of these guys. Um, It's a fun time because, you know, it's not quite football season yet. And so there's still a little bit. Maybe relaxed, but they're really excited to get to talk to the media again because they haven't, you know, done much in a while. Um, so they're not burnt out yet. Um, but they're, you know, there's a sense of excitement at media days that um, maybe you don't get a lot of other days because it's 
it's a new, the start of a new season, and but yet it's not quite here yet. So it's, it's always fun time. Jess, I'll let you go on this. The All Big Twelve team was released as well. I think there's some guys that were on there that are no surprise to anybody. Like Creed Humphrey, <laughs> C.D. Lamb, obviously Kennedy Brooks being the uh, the I keep saying first team. There's no first and second team, but being the running back with with Puka Puka Williams from Kansas and Chuba Hubbard from Oklahoma State, so three sophomore running backs. But did you have a big issue with Sam Ellinger getting the nod over Jalen Hurts for the for, for the quarterback spot? No, I, I mean I didn't. I I think again. Until you know for sure, you know, that, that that's the mm-hmm. starter, you know, I mean, you just can't, I, I don't have a problem with that. And plus, you know, I mean, a, a lot of times that's going to people that have, have done whatever they've done in this league, right? And so, right. yeah, we've seen what Jalen Hurts can do, but until we see it, um, you know, done in the Big 12, I, I don't have a problem with media members. I don't have a problem, you know, it's just, just the, the, the preseason and yeah, you know, whatever the, the players, you know, will, will post about it. But it really means nothing unless you're on that on that final list. And I, I'm with you as listening before I hopped on here. The only thing it's going to do is provide more motivation for these players, you know, because being left off of it at the end, that's when it really hurts. This, you know, it's just something you, you, you file away and you think about and you use it as motivation. But, you know, it's almost like, I mean, shoot, you could put almost the entire offense for Oklahoma on the first team. So it's like, you know, I don't I don't really have a problem with uh, squeezing somebody else in there, I guess, for the preseason, you know. It's, uh, it's fun to talk about, and I think it's more than anything, it gives people something to talk about until uh, for a few days until it's time to start talking about media days or, or whatnot. But it really means nothing to these players. It really doesn't. Um, you know, I, I mean, I, I've, I've done this now for – six years and and I talk to them every year about it what no matter the sport and it really means nothing until you can prove it um at the end of the season man I'm fascinated uh big 12 media day used to be something that was um a little bit I don't know the, the best way to put it but kind of frustrating from this perspective you get all jacked up about college football and you have the whole week, and there's no no game on, on Saturday, and there's no game the following Saturday, and you wait and you wait and you wait. Uh, but in, in this instance, you just it, it's kind of got a different feel to it with all the, the different storylines. Uh, even though Jalen Hurts won't be there on Monday for the Sooners session, I'm sure gonna, there's going to be a lot of talk about him. I'm sure you're going to hear a lot about just not Jalen Hurts, but that quarterback battle in general. So uh, it will be a fun trip for the Sooners. To Big 12 Media Day on Monday. Thanks to Jessica Cootie for getting us caught up on everything. Then go ahead and set your calendar. Mark it on the date, August 2nd. That's whenever the Meet the Sooners Day will continue its tradition, the 2019 version. Friday, August 2nd, inside Gaylord Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. Now remember, it's for children ages 14 or younger. Each child may be accompanied by a maximum of one adult but adults will not be permitted to get items for autographs. If you're a member of the Sooner Junior Kids Club, you can get things going a little bit early. And by the way, you can hit up Soonersports.com and join the Sooner Junior Kids Club with a click of the link. So check it out at Soonersports.com. Join the Kids Club as the countdown to meet the Sooners Day is on to Friday. August 2nd. All right, I feel like we've got everything we needed to get you caught up on that we've missed over the last couple of weeks, except one thing. There are season tickets available right now 
for the Oklahoma Sooner football team. Uh, there's a couple of new season ticket plans that have just been unveiled. Again, Soonersports.com slash tickets. There's more information. There's the traditional plan, and there's the Sooner Express plan. This includes the home dates on Sunday night, September 1st, against Houston, against South Dakota, Texas Tech, West Virginia, Iowa State, and TCU. Six home games this year. Log on to Soonersports.com slash tickets for more information and check out these incredible deals. All right, so we've heard from Jess. Feel like we've got all of the details, the bullet points ready for Big 12 Media Day, Meet the Sooners Day, Sooners number one in the preseason Big 12 poll, uh, six members of the Sooners on the all Big 12 teams, Jalen Hurts, newcomer of the year, Kenneth Murray, defensive player of the year. I wanted to share a little bit here as we head on the home stretch of the Sooner Sports Podcast on what Sooner Athletic Director Joe Castiglione had to say when he was on Big 12 this morning on Sirius XM Channel 375. All Big 12 all the time, by the way. And Josie was asked about scheduling up and teams playing the best of the best. Now, for Oklahoma, this has been nothing new. But the old iron sharpens iron. We've seen the Big 12 step up its scheduling game. And in the eyes of the Sooner Athletic Director, it's always been the case at Oklahoma. But it's good to see the rest of the conference and – in that token, the rest of the country stepping up as well. We want this conference to be strong across the board, and to uh, you know to to be able to go out and and compete against the best in the country and from other conferences and win those games too, because that helps elevate the conference like we've seen in other leagues. You know, was it too long ago where people were questioning the Big Twelve and we kept saying, wait a second, uh, going back to when we started in 96, look at the performance of the teams within this league, not just how they fared uh, in their chase for a conference title, but how they competed for national and competed and won national titles in virtually every single sport. Um, that was happening. That was happening uh before the conference realignment struck us um, and uh, happening when it struck us the second time. And, and maybe we had to, you know, kind of settle ourselves and uh, get refocused. But here we are back again. I mean, it's, think about the Big 12. I, I don't know of any other conference this year, and there may be one. I haven't done any comparative um, uh, data, but you have a, a team in the college football playoff you know, not only one in the Final Four, but the national champion in women's basketball. Obviously, in men's Final Four, the national runner-up in Texas Tech. Um, we were in the College World Series, weren't successful, but we faced a great UCLA team, but runner-up national champion there. Um, we had a team in the men's College World Series. Uh, uh, the uh, men's track team at Texas Tech won the national championship. Um, uh Texas won the men's tennis national championship. We won gymnastics national championships. You could go on and on and on. And, you know, this this conference uh, is having, you know, a great year. Oklahoma State, you know, who has had a great season in men's golf, uh, lost a heartbreaker in the match play in, in the men's golf championship. And so th this league has, you know, champions throughout not just teams, but individual student-athletes. And that's, that's exactly what you want. You want to be able to attract the best, 
go up against the best, and it's certainly going to help sharpen the sword when we face the best in other conferences. Now, great stuff there from Joe Castigliano. I want to wrap up with kind of taking you behind the scenes of the process that led to identifying Lincoln Riley to be the next head coach for the Oklahoma Sooners. Bob Stoops has a, a new book that's getting ready to come out in September. And uh, when Joe Castiglione was asked about Lincoln Riley taking over this program, I found it to be very interesting to hear Joe lay out how quickly they identified Lincoln Riley as a potential successor to Bob Stoops. Actually, uh, people might um, chuckle at this, but uh, started thinking about it before the situation presented itself. Not that we had any idea it would unfold that way, but um, had several conversations with uh, both Bob Stoops and Lincoln, as I do with other coaches who are aspiring head coaches. Um, I just think it's part of the role of our department and me as an athletic director to help provide, you know, some mentorship if they want it. I don't force it upon them by any means, but, you know, just to be able to be there as a resource to help coaches develop, you know, their, their profile and their experiences and prepare themselves for opportunities that are going to come their way. We certainly knew that was happening with Lincoln, as everybody knows, you know, the two years he was with us, he had head coaching um, opportunities, you know, that at least a number of schools had reached out to him and uh, decided to stay here. But we knew it was just a matter of time before the right type of situation would come along and he would move into the head coaching role. Uh, you know, everybody kept looking at his chronological age and they didn't look at his wisdom, his experience, his awareness. Um, they, they just didn't look beyond that. And um, he had exceptional experience early in his career, a lot earlier than some ever get. And consequently, it obviously helped him move along at more of an accelerated rate that he was undoubtedly ready to become a head coach. Again, we didn't know it was going to unfold exactly how it did here at Oklahoma. Um, I know Bob Stoops and I, just between ourselves and talking one-on-one, we, we knew he was going to be an outstanding head coach. And in the back of my mind, the thought might have occurred that when Bob did decide to retire, which, you know, I thought was still several years down the road, um, you know, maybe we could go and get Lincoln and hire him back here. He would have, no, no question, he'd been a successful head coach somewhere. Now, no guarantee that would have happened, but uh, not saying that he would have left or the school he was working for would have let him leave. But um, that was how we had already projected Lincoln as a success. Um, but I think you go back to, to the transition, which was very unique. And um, both from the timing and the fact that, you know, there was somebody already on the staff. And obviously, you know, you're taking over for a future Hall of Fame coach uh, without any head coaching experience. But between um, the way Bob Stoops handled, you know, the, the transition, which was, I mean, it was just picture perfect. He could, the guy was completely selfless. Uh, wanted the best for the university, um, 
reached that point in his life where he was at peace with his decision, loves Oklahoma, was going to continue to live here, which he obviously still does. And, you know, he wanted the best for whoever was going to take over. And But, you know, knowing Lincoln, that helped, obviously. Um, and then Lincoln and the coaching staff and the players all have to be given a level of credit because they went into it with the best mindset. I think one of the things that I know made Bob Stoops successful and I see, you know, in Lincoln among his many talents is he's very, very self-aware and very aware of everything around him and consequently, you know, re- requires people around him to be like that too. And you know, that's one of the underrated skills of people and big time yeah. leaders. And I, I give him credit. And I think that helped make the uh, transition as seamless as possible and obviously put us in a position to, um, to be successful. And of course, you got to give the credit to the players. We had some superb ones. Um, and, and you got the quarterbacks, the leader of the team. And, you know, Baker was here and going to continue to be here. And then obviously um, when Baker finished his eligibility, uh, Kyler takes over and everybody talks about the back-to-back Heismans, which both earned and both led admirably, but they'll be the first to tell you that it took everybody on the team to help put them in the position and um, help the team be successful. And I think, again, that's the bottom line, that yeah, everybody puts the team before their own individual goals, and that's why it works. And finally, you know, we, we can't talk specifics on recruiting on the Sooner Sports Podcast, but there's one thing we can do. We can talk about how exciting – Things have become with the way that not just Lincoln Riley now, but his entire staff have handled recruiting and the recruiting process. I had a chance to talk to Barton Simmons on Big 12 today, which you can hear from 3 to 6 weekdays on Sirius XM Channel 375, and kind of got the uh, recruiting guru from the 24-7 Sports Network's perspective on exactly what he sees from Oklahoma in changing the game a little bit, bringing some energy and making recruiting something that's been not only embraced by the whole fan base, but is of the utmost importance to everyone involved with the program. Yeah, well, I, I do think uh, because when you when you think back uh, at the Bob Stoops era, um, I mean, at the, at the end of his tenure, they were recruiting well. I mean, they they weren't. They weren't recruiting at Alabama standards, which not very few teams are, but they were recruiting well. And so when Lincoln Riley took over, there was no part of the program that was just, um, you know, dramatically underachieving and, and really just underachieving at, uh, underachieving at all. I mean, I think it was a, it was a healthy program. And so, um, and so you get a young guy and, and he's unproven and, and all that. And so I think it was really important that Lincoln Riley came in and did give uh, the program a jolt from a recruiting standpoint. And I think he's done that. And and I think he has elevated the program from good recruiting to uh, great recruiting, really good recruiting right there on the cusp of that top tier, which is, uh, which to me right now is, is Alabama, uh, Clemson and Ohio state and Georgia. I think those are the four really that's the top tier right now. And Oklahoma is knocking on the door. And I think, because of his uh, the, the energy that Lincoln Riley has brought to the program, I think the the kind of I mean, you mentioned kind of the eye emojis and 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 just sort of the understanding of engaging the fan base and 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 sort of um, utilizing all the resources and all the 
the energy around the program and creating energy around the program. I mean, all that stuff helps and all that stuff works. And, and I think Lincoln Riley has done a great job in that regard. And uh, th- I mean, offensively, they're recruiting as well as anybody in the country. And uh, that's easy to see why. Uh, defensively, they, they, I, I, I mean, I've liked the way they've recruited the last couple of years defensively. It hasn't shown up on the field, which makes me wonder if Alex Grinch can, can sort of, um, make something out of this defense that others haven't, because I, I actually think there's talent there, really good players there. Um, but we'll find out. But uh, regardless, uh, you just got to feel really good right now if you're an Oklahoma fan about the sort of the state of the program beyond the field, but just in, in the way that this staff and then Lincoln Riley um, emphasizes, prioritizes recruiting, and, and, and works at it. Because ultimately, that's, that's all it's about. I mean, the best head coaches are, are the guys that work at it and care about it. Uh, and Lincoln Riley certainly does. Great stuff from Martin Simmons. I hope it was an action-packed edition of the Sooner Sports Podcast. I hope you enjoyed. And again, tell a friend, spread the word, subscribe at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. So we'll have more before Big 12 Media Days coming up on Monday and a complete recap of the Sooners Day, which will take place on Monday all day long at Big 12 Media Day down in Frisco. Until then, thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing and sharing the Sooner Sports Podcast. Until next time, this is Chris Blank saying have a great week. And Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the Air. Oh,